One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. What was your summary of that one, Sha? I think fucking shite was what you bold as you. What fucking type? shite! Yeah, it was shite. Sounded a bit like Danny Kelly there. <laughs> Danny Kelly! Um, hello, everyone. It, yeah. Wasn't very good, was it? First half, we actually looked unbelievable. Like, some of the passing, some of the moving. Passing, some of the passing, some of the moving. But some of the passing, some of the moving. It looked lovely. It was liquid football. Harry Kane scoring an absolute worldie. Patterns of play. Could have been 2 3 0 up. And then, absolute. And Biss as well. Absolute bit, you know, as, as I uh, know him, you know, we're on abbreviated kind of terms with one another. We, uh, yeah, he was absolutely bossing midfield. Looked fucking amazing. I mean, that one, that. Challenge was ropey, that orange card of his, but was that second half? I think that might have been second half. Can't remember. How it's gone the way it has in that second half is startling. You got those old age older dodges, haven't you? It's a game of two halves, but fuck me. Wasn't more abundantly clear than today that that's the case right I mean it's just terrible just awful um, I mean BT couldn't help but every time he touched the ball mention that Harry Kane might be going it might be his last game for Spurs and I think that's last home game for Spurs I think that's been in the back of everybody's mind and there are days like today where you just, you look at that and you think, okay, because as I tweeted, you don't want to overstate the importance of one fixture, but it's all about the narrative, the feel of something, right? Last home game of the season should be the time where the players just pull together, bit of pride, Harry Kane scored that significant goal, that sort of wonder goal. He's just had his mural out the front. Could be a bit of fun, you know. It should be, it should be good. It should be nice. We should still have been chasing Europa League, right? That should have still been what we were going for. Playing miles better in the first half. You think sunny day. He's had the mural, the fans are all singing his name, he scored a wonder goal. We beat, you know, this plucky sort of good team that Brighton are. Brighton, Brentford, all the same, isn't it? Um, but we beat them convincingly, last home game of the season. Kane gets to do a lap of honour, clapping everybody, he scored a, you know, that great goal. You can imagine maybe in the back of his head he'd think... You know what? It's not so bad here. When it's good like this, it's good. And this is worth staying and fighting for. 
But when it ends like it did today, that meek, pointless, I mean, just what horrible, what a fitting, but what a horrible end of the season. And you just can't help but think that, you know, he's walking off the pitch thinking, thanks for the memories, thanks for the mural, but see you later. You know, I can't can't do this anymore. I want to win stuff. I don't know. Do we want to... I'm kind of torn on it. Because I've always had that feeling that Harry Kane's worth more to us, even if he goes on a free transfer. I'd keep him and let him go on a free. But now, suddenly, that spectre, now that it's looming, you're kind of thinking... Do you want to see him going to Chelsea or Arsenal on the free? A lot of people say, oh, no, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that, mate. Like, Sol Campbell was a hero of mine when I was a kid growing up, you know? Footballers have it in them to do this shit. It's... Yeah, I mean it's a it's a fitting end to the season. It's just a shame that we couldn't just focus eyes on the prize, get Europa League, even when Champions League was off the menu. At least get Europa League, and now it's you know might not even be Conference League now. Might not. That could be as of no Europe. And I mean, I, I know a lot of people like the idea of that. I personally like Spurs being in Europe. I like the idea of us trying to compete and win as much as we can, other than the League Cup. So I realise I'm a bit of a hypocrite on that front. But even now, like I say, League Cup is something we should be aiming for. We just got to, I don't know. There's a lot of problems there, isn't there, man? Like, because you can see glimpses of it. You see in that first half... I think Mason's had, what, a couple of weeks in charge of this lot. He's had a couple of weeks, been able to do a bit of coaching, try and implement at least some kind of fundamental tactical shift to, to, to what Conte and Stellini had laid out for the past you know year and a bit. You can't just all of a sudden rock up and change it. And we have seen it gradually change under Mason. He's brought back a bit of the feeling. I like the way he fights for us in press conferences. I like that he has genuine affection for the club. That's something that's been missing, you know. And we are playing better. And, you know, I don't think it'll be him. I think it It sounds like it's going to be slot now, right? I think unless it hits a snag FC, something last minute unexpected happens. You'd imagine Arna Slot will be our, our next manager. Now, it's not going to be easy. There's a lot of really good teams, but you, you you can see, right, maybe a lot of these players aren't quite as bad as, as we think they are. But then you look at that second half and you think, fuck, man, this this runs deep. Like, what is with the mentality in so many of these players? You know, I've all but, and this I know it's completely knee-jerk, but like, I've already written off people like Pedro Porro. I'm just like, what's he do? You know, <laughs> like, what a waste of money. 
And this is where I really want this kind of this manager to come because that's probably what I would have said about. I mean, I've always quite liked Kyle Walker, but do you know what I mean? There were probably players under Poch that we felt similarly about. And it shows you that with a good manager, good coaching, you can get there. You can you can turn players, and I think the base for somebody like Porro is really good, but it's just hard work, isn't it? It's hard work. Basuma, a lot of promise there. Bentancur can hopefully be good when he comes back. I mean, it must be top, top, top priority. Number one top priority. Centre-back. We have to have a new defender. It has to happen. Other top priority. Top-class goalkeeper. Rea, if he was auditioning for us today... It was a very good audition. I mean, Kane's free kick, well, wasn't a free kick, was it? It was a strike. So Kane's strike was unbelievable. Like, it was unbelievable. I, I don't, I think it would be exceptionally harsh to expect the goalkeeper to have done better there. But then that second half, those, that, that first save from Richarlison knocking the header onto the post was sublime. And then to get up and make a second save, which potentially one might say is more routine for a Premier League goalkeeper. But still, there's a lot going on. There are a lot of bodies in the box. Did a good job. The way he claimed a lot of the balls we were trying to put into the box was very convincing. He looks like a really good player. Like, he, he looks really, really good. Imagine he'll cost a lot. So, um, what's to say he'll even want to come to Tottenham? I mean... You'd imagine he would, right? I mean, it's a step up. Sorry, I know they're beating us today, but it is. It's just very, uh, it's very disappointing. It's hard to know where to begin. It feels like we do lack some creativity. It was nice seeing Kulisevsky playing in that. It felt like he was playing in a more central kind of tennis type role. Danjima, little bits of promise here and there, but you know it's hard. You know it's harsh to really judge him because he's been messed around by Spurs so much. Can't imagine we'll be signing him permanently. So you know, again, thanks for the memories, but it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> Sonny, nice little touch in the first half. After that initial kind of releasing of the the shackles after Conte left feels like he's reverted back to his kind of season form really which is not good it's not good enough for a player like him um, it's unfortunate it's a shame it's a shame to see him have a season like he's had he, you know he, he seems to carry this stuff and You know, I, what else are you supposed to say? I don't think we're, you know, I don't, I don't advocate getting rid of Son, especially if Kane's going. He's obviously a good presence about the place. He's he's got a certain aura, um, but I think again, you know, as we hadn't done with Lloris, we probably really do need to think about a contingency with him. And one might argue Richarlison and Kulisevsky, We are thinking about the contingency, so you know. Also brought in Danjuma. 
hasn't really worked out for whatever reason. Can't really see, well, I mean, the reason being Antonio Conte for the most part, but can't see us signing him permanently. So maybe it's an area we are looking to, though, that we are still going to continue to try and bolster. It's just hard to know, isn't it? It's hard to know. I'm really up for Arna Slot. Um, he seems like a decent guy. I like a few of the things I've read about him. But I don't think it's going to be quick and I don't think it's going to be easy. I think now is the time that we have to shelve a lot of expectation. We have to shelve a lot of the, you know, me with my moaning about the League Cup. No, we're, we're not the team anymore that gets to shelve like the League Cup. We're not the team anymore that gets to turn our noses up at the Conference League if that's where we end up. We have to build a bit of spirit, a bit of belief back. I mean, do we? I mean, the question is, do we want, do we want that though, that rebuild, that new project to come with Harry Kane leaving in summer, hanging over it all year? Constant questions about his future. Where is he going? What's he going to do? Who's he going to sign for? I just, I mean, some people are. I had Nesbitt on the pod the other day. He seems pretty confident that Kane will end up signing a new contract. I just I just can't see it. I cannot see him signing a new contract at Spurs. I th- there was a lot of ITK, if you want to use that term, floating around after the City summer when we didn't let him go. That was, he felt, let down by Levy that they had some sort of gentleman's agreement or whatever and as a result of that he you know he isn't going to ever entertain signing a new contract at Spurs and I don't know why the narrative suddenly changed on that why we have this feeling that oh yeah he might actually end up here like I just can't see it I I think going to United would be a bad move for him. I don't think they're going to win anything big. I don't think they're all that. Sure, go there, win a Carabao Cup and have everyone still say, ha 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 ha, he left for Man United and only won a Carabao Cup. What a fraud. You can't hold it against him if he does go now. You just can't. Like, I don't know. So it's a it's a funny game today, and it's like I say, it's a fitting end, fitting end to this season. And I'm ready for it to be. I'm ready for it to be over. Right? I think we all are. I think we're ready to say goodbye to twenty two, twenty three, and hope for some better times again. Because one of the main things I've enjoyed about this little Mason cameo, if that's what it turns out to be, is that. As I said at the top, I think there's a bit of feeling back there again. It's not it's not perfect, it's not completely there, but it's allowing you to at least in patches enjoy Spurs and see that, you know, it doesn't have to just be this chore that it's been for the past few years. And if a slot can come in, bring a bit of the good times back, have us playing some nice football again, have us you know, 
even if Kane does go, which is going to be horrible, it's going to be miserable, it's going to be disgusting. But even if he does go, allow us to kind of have a new vision of a new team, something to really rally behind, something to look to the future with and think, wow, okay, sky's the limit again. I mean, is the sky the limit in football anymore, really? Pep's Man City about and Newcastle probably going to go from strength to strength. Who knows? But still, there's off-seasons, right? If Arsenal hadn't bottled it this year, they could have capitalised on that. Even now, even though it looks all but done, I've still got that horrible little sinking feeling. Imagine if they just did it from here. I don't think they would, but still... You know, that's what we need. We just need we need a vision of a future that isn't just is Kane going who's gonna be our manager, who's the director of football? Because it is it's all so chaotic, it's all such a mess at the moment. And it is just one of these tired cliches, but football does move very quickly. And when we clear up just a couple of these issues, all of a sudden things will feel miles better. And we won't feel so hopeless and it won't feel as much of a slog as it has been. Because, yeah, Pochettino's team allowed us to to believe and to dream that we could win a Premier League or a Champions League. But I don't think that's our par, right? I don't think that's our default setting. It'd be lovely to get those things. It would be lovely to build a journey to the point where we might be able to get that type of thing. But still, is that the expectation? No, I don't I don't think so. I think most reasonable fans would say, no, it's not. A lot of it is about trying to enjoy what we play. And it, it definitely, there is a bit of a, you know, toothpaste out the tube thing with the Champions League and the Premier League, getting so close to it. I, I do have that taste for it and that feeling of, oh God, seeing us win one of those things would be great. And even if we do win an FA Cup or a League Cup or a Europa League, there'll still be that little bit of me that maybe won't appreciate it as much as I should because I'd be thinking, it's great, but I'd love to see us win Premier League or a Champions League. You know? And I don't think my head was ever in that place before the Pochettino era. But I mean, you know, Redknapp pushed it a bit. He pushed, is it pushed the envelope? Is that what you say? So, don't know. Just want to enjoy. Want to enjoy it again. Let's do the players. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Fraser Forster. Um, his distribution was actually a bit bad today. I don't really feel like he could have done much better for for any of the goals. Maybe correct me if I'm wrong. I can't really remember them. He's fine. You know, if Lloris goes this summer, there's every chance that he will. Forster's fine. I, you know, I definitely want us to sign a new goalkeeper, but my top priority is a centre-back first. I could do I could do a season with Fraser Forster in goal. I wouldn't want to. I'm I'm not saying that's what I want. If we dive on me, but I could do that more than I could seeing look, let me put it this way. Would you rather see another season of having Fraser Forster in goal, or would you rather see another season of having Romero, Dyer, Sanchez, Tanganga as our centre back options, Longley as well? You know, we need that big, big centre-back. Ben Davies, decent in patches, but, you know, I think he got caught out a couple of times. He's not the quickest, he's not the most dynamic player. Don't think he tracked back as quickly as he could have done, but he made one He made one really good goal-saving kind of clearance off the off the line. Earlier on, in the, well, it wasn't quite off the line, but do you know what I mean? It was going, it was going, it's heading goalward, and he kicked it, and it kind of deflected off a of Forster, went behind. He's 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 a good player. We know we know what we're getting with Ben Davis. I don't think that's his best position out on the left. If we're playing the you know the three, the three centre backs, him being left at back of the centre backs is ideal. I think that's where we see the best of him. This is not new information for anybody that has followed Spurs for any amount of time now. Clement Longley, you know, I'm just, I just don't think he's it, man. I think he's, you know, I think he's another centre-back that is kind of in the pool with Sanchez and Dyer. I, I don't want to see us spend money on him. I don't. Thanks for coming in. Go back to Barca. And wherever, you know, have Marseille or somebody sign him and he can pop up in a Champions League semi-final at some point and we can all bemoan the fact that we didn't sign him permanently. Whatever. It's the type of thing that happens, isn't it? But I just, yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm not interested in that, really. Davinson Sanchez, you know... Just feel harsh given everything that he, you know, the booing and all that type of stuff. Fine, you know, he came back into the team today. He stepped up, you know, he stepped up at Newcastle away when we were getting battered and did a good job, but he's just severely limited. You can't keep going over this one. Hopefully, we can get some money for him in summer and he can enjoy playing football and probably his life a bit more if he signs for, you know, whoever, someone in Spain or something like that, right? Emerson Royal, I, do you know, I actually thought he was good today. 
don't really have an awful lot to say about him, but I, I thought he was okay. Quite like Emerson as a right back in in that kind of, yeah, that sort of position he was playing, decent enough. Hummin Son, as I said already, some nice flash, flashes in the first half, some some good little you know bits of interplay and whatever, but disappeared in the second half. Don't think I even heard his name in the second half. I was surprised he didn't get taken off. It doesn't seem to be something that Tottenham do is to take Son off, so that's just what it is. Um, fine. Oliver Skip, good first half, awful in the second half, I thought. Um, one would probably imagine that's partly down to Bissouma, his booking, playing in a more reserved fashion. I mean, Skip, right, yep, he's trying to control that awful throw-in, but you know, he was really at fault for that third Brentford goal. Just get rid of it, you know? It felt like he was just a bit shook he was trying to over you know over complicate what is just twat the ball out just get rid of it while they're all pressing you in the way that they do Brentford's press was re- was relentless right and when you're kind of running across the face of your goal like that with that kind of loose control that he has it's just a recipe for disaster and we saw where it went um there's a lot of calls for him to go at the moment. I do think, yeah, I have had a bit of an epiphany that maybe he's not quite as good as I thought he was. But then I've had a secondary epiphany off the back of that where I think, you know what, he's a very young player. He's very talented. Somebody like Slot can come in, maybe, get their claws into him and turn him into a great player. So I don't think really, personally speaking, we don't need to write Oliver Skip off. He's homegrown. He's young. He's a Tottenham boy. There's way more pressing matters to deal with than binning off Oliver Skip. It just, no, doesn't need to happen. So just keep him about. Basuma, absolutely class the first half. Absolutely brilliant. Dictated play, I thought, largely. Playing in a more free role, you would guess, than what Conte was ever going to allow him to have. You saw the best of him both defensively and offensively managing to kind of thread both wings together, managing to thread defence and attack together. I just thought it was brilliant. I thought his distribution was great. Sometimes, sometimes hits the balls a little too fast. Sometimes overhits them a little bit. I noticed one in particular where I think the Fletch bemoaned Kane's lack of first touch when Basuma tried to thread it through to him, but I think he overhit it. And Kane tried his best to get a hold of it. But, it's good to see that there's a there's a great player in there. Don't know why he was just jettisoned from the team for as long as he was, but he's back in now. I hope well for now anyway. It remains to be seen what the next manager will do with him, but hopefully he'll get some more game time and we'll see more of that Brighton Basuma playing for us. Danjima, look, you know, it's going to be harsh to judge the lad too much. He had a couple of menacing runs, quite promising, but you know. We ain't spending 30-odd mil or whatever it is, 30, 40 million to make it permanent, I shouldn't imagine. It's probably been a pretty miserable spell for him. He, you know, it was fairly ineffective, I thought, really. I didn't really see much from him that Lucas Moura wouldn't and hasn't already given us, so... He had that one nice header though, actually. That one really nice, after Son's kind of cute little semi-cross into the box, 
Dungeon Raider, like he twisted his body well and got a good connection on it. It's just unlucky. It went just a bit wide of the post, but the thought was there. Um, it was nice and, you know, unfortunate that he didn't didn't get it in, but, you know, is what it is, isn't it? But yeah, I th- you know, I'm sure he's a, I'm sure he's a very good player. But again, if we're talking about you know us having a finite pot of money to spend, as all clubs do that aren't City or Newcastle or Man United either, they get off the hook a bit. Chelsea, let's not forget them either. Then I can't imagine we'll be bringing him in. But you know, he's he's Dutch, slots Dutch. Maybe he likes him. You know, there might be might be some sort of connection there. Who knows? Let's do Kulisevsky. Good performance today, I thought. I quite liked him playing in. It was a sort of number 10 role, right? Um, I thought, yeah, it was one of the better games we'd seen from him for a while. I was surprised that he got taken off. To me, it's a no-brainer that we sign him. I, I think, you know, he's one that we've seen absolute sheer brilliance from. Um, and it would be... A mistake to not sign him off of the back of this season where Conte's fucked him about, he's been injured and the whole squad's been a bit of a mess, right? So let's sign him, let's get him playing under a, a good progressive manager and be thankful that we've got one of the best young talents potentially in the league on our hands. Harry Kane, what a goal, what a player. What a shame to see him bow out that way if that turns out to be his last game at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. But we don't need to focus on that one. There's been plenty of beautiful memories down the years of him in our shirt. The best I've ever seen. The best I probably ever will see. From goal after goal against Arsenal the unerring confidence you have in him as he steps up to take a penalty. The fact he just continues to score and score and score. We forget what it was like before he came along with Soldado, with Adebayor. We've even seen it since, you know, with Janssen, even with Richarlison. It's hard signing people that score a lot of goals. You know, it it, it just is. And... We've you know, we've been blessed with a player like him and if he does go, it will just be gutting that really we got through our academy the greatest player that the team, that the club's ever had. And we didn't win anything with him. I mean what a shame. What a real shame. It's horrible to think of that way. And yeah, it is about the journey, it is about some of the memories, right? I get it. Also, as our own club mantra says, the game is about glory. You know, it's it is about winning stuff, and it's it's a crying shame that we potentially, as my mate Con's always said, that he's always wanted just to have that picture of Harry Kane in a Tottenham shirt holding a cup above his head. It's brutal, man. It's brutal, and you know. I just think, I honestly, I think the club, I think the fan base, everybody, there needs to be a real period of healing here. And I 
am starting to lose faith in the fact, in the idea, in the sense that this can happen under Enoch or Daniel Levy's stewardship. It just feels very fractured now. As I've always said, I've always been very on the fence with Levy, if not more pro. I, I need to caveat this every single time, but this is how it is. I think he's done a magnificent job to get us to where he is, but it feels like feels like the race is is run now, you know? Feels like it's done. And I'm just not I'm not entirely sure that, you know, we're gonna get it over the line and that everybody's gonna be happy or on the same page anymore. Or that this mentality issue that we talk about at the at the team the lack of being able to get it over the line in these cup competitions because there's this sense that it bleeds down from the top that it's better to be in the top four than to win an FA Cup or a League Cup and the idea that even if we do have a great season are we going to really go all out and add a top addition to the team to really try and win something or are we always living in tomorrow? Is that because that's what it's always felt like under Levy under Enoch? Tomorrow, it's manana, manana, right? It's it's always somewhere down the line. Once we get the training ground done, once we get the stadium done, we can hope that one day we'll be in a better place to do it. But we're over the you know we're over the hills and far away now. We got the stadium, we got it all, and yeah, we are we are starting to spend money, but. I mean, he's just spent fifteen million pounds a year on Antonio Conte to bring him in. So you know, like, it's not that there isn't a will to win, but it's more like, is the is the the sense of being able to actually do it? That's what's depleting for me. It's it's this idea that he can actually handle this and know how to do it. And again, maybe this is where Scott Munn comes in. This is where maybe the director of football that Scott Munn goes on to hire comes in. Who knows? But all I'm saying is in the in the in the pits of it, that baseline level of faith I've always had that even sometimes when I can't see it, or even sometimes I'm like, you know what, I'm a bit tired of Levy and Enoch and all of it. You know, not sacking Pochettino or the move to Stratford, that type of thing. I've still had that like that little baseline level of faith that, you know what though? <sighs> He'll probably he'll probably get the job done though because he does. He's a smart guy. He's built us to where we are now. He's not as emotional as us fans about it. Maybe he is in his own way, but he's not as outwardly as emotional as a fan. He's not beating his chest and having pints in the ground, is he? Like Mike Ashley used to do. A fat lot of fucking good that did for Newcastle when he did all that. So it's not just about that. I get that. But even the sense that he really knows how to fix this anymore or really what it is that Tottenham need. Just, I just have lost that bit of faith in him. And it's not gonna, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what some podcaster or plenty of podcasters or people protesting or whatever say. The ownership of the club doesn't go anywhere until somebody says, here's let's be honest, probably five or six billion pounds to buy Tottenham. And then, you know, whatever about whoever those people are that that have that type of money. But just in the sense of seeing, leaving in it go, like he's, what you know, 
we can get frustrated and angry about this stuff, but you know, they ain't going to go anywhere unless that happens. And is that likely to happen whilst Manchester United are still on the table? Is it likely to happen when there's probably a cheaper outright investment in somebody like West Ham, who are similarly a club with a bit of international renown, big stadium, London, cost a fraction of what Spurs will, and then you start funneling money into them. You know, they could be another fucking Newcastle. They could. They're probably rife for a takeover. There's Liverpool still, right? People still might want to buy Liverpool. There's, I think there's probably a few clubs in a queue ahead of Tottenham when it comes to buyouts. So maybe it's just another one of these things like with many other things in life where you just have to ignore it and get on with it a bit and look for the joy where you can find it, right? Look for the joy in... Arna Slots, Arna Slots, plucky Lily Whites, knocking knocking the ball all over the park with some beautiful possession football, winning fuck all, but still turning up in North London derbies. Not just rolling over for clubs like Liverpool anymore. You know? That's what you can kind of hope for. Because we don't, you know, there's no... There's no guarantee that you see your team win anything, right? There just isn't. We all know this. And I think we sometimes lose sight of that, myself included. There's no guarantee at all that Spurs ever win anything big. There's no guarantee that Spurs win anything again in our lifetimes. There just isn't. Like, there's li- there's literally zero guarantee of that. So... Do you want to spend your whole life being angry and miserable and shouting about how shit the club you support is? I choose not to. All right, we have our moments. We all have our moments, and that's fair enough. But you just got to try and look for the positives in it. You have to, because otherwise, what's the point? There's literally no point to it. You might as well find a different hobby. And, you know... Whatever, all right. People say, "Oh, you can't get rid of it. You can't get rid of it." But if it's actively making you completely unhappy, where you're not even prepared to try and find the joy in any moment of it whatsoever, then give it up. And also, a shout out as well. I've seen a few people talking about some of the protests. I've I've sort of said fair play to a lot of the protesters, the anti Levy stuff. If if it's to be believed, as you're seeing coming through on Twitter today, that people are starting to abuse and intimidate and be hostile to just match-going fans going into the club shop and getting whatever tat they want to buy before the end of the season. Get in the fucking bin, man. If you want to protest against Levy and Enoch and all that, you do that. Don't start fucking making one with other fans that are just supporting the club in their own way. You don't have any fucking ownership over what other people do. So get fucked. Um, But other than that, yeah, fun season, isn't it? Great. Come on, you Spurs. Uh, bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.